Welcome to Bundesliga Recap, Match Day 27. The first game of the week did not go, I think, how anyone expected. Um, the first goal, uh, Playa scored in the 50, uh, 55th minute. Embolo followed in the 61st minute. And then the match was shortly abandoned later because the assistant referee was hit with a beer uh, cup. And I I think he'll, I, th- I believe he is okay, but the game was quite rightly abandoned and the players left the pitch and it will be replayed later. It's a tough break for Gladbach as they were winning 2-0 and would almost certainly go on to win this game as how late the how late it was. And it was actually kind of, it wasn't deserved. I feel like, I mean, if you watch the game, Bochum probably had the better chances. They had a lot more chances. But I I just, they were the better team. But the I think the chances probably Gladbach have were slightly better. And they had really, really fantastic goals. Playo had a nice shot. And then... The goal from Embolo was another nice finish in the bottom corner. But, doesn't matter. Game was abandoned. No one gets any points. And both these teams now have a game in hand over a lot of teams. Some teams are still in 26, but they now have a game in hand. Uh, tough break for both, or from Gladbach. Rest kind of helping Bochum. We'll see how the game uh, is replayed and who wins that one. Because that could either... Gladbach could go on winning again, or uh, Bookham could take advantage of what's happened. But hopefully the referee is okay and the situation gets resolved. The next game on Saturday between Gerrit and Freiburg, 0-0. Really good game, I would say, from Gerrit as the team that's certainly going to go down. They held their morals with Freiburg, who were one of the best, better teams in the Bundesliga this season. Almost even on expected goals. Freiburg slightly higher, but doesn't really matter that much. They had more shots, but I would say f- some of uh, Garrett first chances could have been really taken. They were really nice chances. Marco Mederhofer had one in the 20th mi- minute. That was a really nice chance. And then uh, Timothy Tillman in the 28th minute had a nice chance, too. Freiburg had some chances, but... I feel like this was a decent point for uh, Garrett Firth, just showing that they weren't completely disastrous. They started so bad. They won't escape relegation, but, I mean, it's just nice, I think, for them not to lose every game. Uh, Freiburg, they dropped points. So did Leipzig, and so did Hoffenheim. So that battle continues, but other teams can get in it, like Frankfurt and Union maybe even get into that battle. Cologne, too. So that's interesting. Um, and one of those teams, Hoffenheim, dropped three points because uh, Hertha Berlin went 3-0. Stark, Bielefeld, and Tussart get goals. And this was a game that uh, Hertha Berlin pro- were the better team and had higher expected goals. They, they play better. Hoffenheim had most all, all the possession. But they didn't have any chances. They it was kind of useless possession, passing around, couldn't break down uh, this really compact and well organized Hertha defense. Interesting enough, if you look at a goal map from where Hertha scored, they only had three ten, uh, chances really central in the box, and all three of those were goals. So that's a little bit of a problem for Hoffenheim. But Hoffenheim did have chances, 
They just weren't that quality because of how good Hertha's defending was. But credit to Hertha, three points. It's a big three points for them. If you look at the table, they're currently sitting in 16th. Uh, they're one point away from 17th. And they're tied on points with 14th and 15th Stuttgart and Augsburg. So, I think, I think the relegation battle is set. At least for right now it is. It's going to be Stuttgart, Augsburg, Hertha, and Armenia fighting for those 14th through 17th spots. 17th obviously being the only one that you automatically go down. 16th having to play the relegation playoff. But almost always does the... Does the, uh, excuse me, does the, uh, Bundesliga team win? So, I mean, it's not that much risk there, but 17th, obviously, you go right back down. Mainz, 4-0 over Amina Bielefeld. This was, um, just an absolute domination of a game. There was no shot for Armenia Bielefeld. They had .035 expected goals. Uh, Mainz had 4-3-8, but there was a record broken. Never in a Bundesliga game had three penalties been given in the same half. Three penalties uh, given, three penalties dispatched by three different penalty takers. Burkhardt had the opening goal in the first minute. Then he had goal, then there was a goal disallowed. But then he got he got um, a penalty goal. Ninkate got a penalty goal, and Ingvartsen got a penalty goal. So all of them boosting their stats. But uh, I mean, being serious though. This was a very good game from Mainz. They created a lot of chances. Very good for them, though. Jonathan Burkhart has had some trouble lately. I think he had like an 8-match um, goal drought, 11-match goal drought, somewhere in there. And uh, get, now him getting two goals, big confidence boost. Hopefully he can continue that form going forward. They really need him. And in a wild game, and a really not fun game to watch, and in a in a massive, 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 massive game in the relegation battle. Stuttgart beat Augsburg. Now they're level on points. Level, actually, on goal differential. The only reason why Stuttgart is ahead of Augsburg is because they have more uh, they have more goals for. But, if you look at it, it was it was a game that was back and forth. Hahn got the six-minute goal. Anton got the goal right before uh, halftime. Gregorich got the uh, goal right out of halftime. Augsburger 2-1 up. Marmouche hits a beautiful free kick. He was he was the player of the game, in my opinion. 2-2. Two, uh, two, two. And Diego Tomas, the loney, the 19-year-old, comes in and finishes the game off. He's got three goals in seven matches. He's been really good. He's averaging a goal every 172 minutes, which for a 19-year-old is very good on loan, coming into a new team, new system. Really good. Armin Marmouche, uh, Omar Marmouche, uh, he's currently on loan from Wolfsburg. I think they'll recall that because he's been insane this season. He's got three goals, four assists, got one of each in this game, player of the game. But really, really good game. Fun to watch. Massive in the uh, relegation battle. Bayern, four, Union, zero. This game I thought could have the potential for a trap game, and then it's just it was just not pretty from Union. They have not looked good at all recently since they lost uh, Max Cruiser. It's gone completely downhill, and I think that just shows how good Max Cruiser was for this team. 
and how important he was. Because they've only won two games since. They get 3-1 against Mainz, and then a 2-1 against St. Pauli. They've drawn against Stuttgart, and then they've lost Union. Or not, no, sorry. Union has not lost themselves. Union has lost to Wolfsburg, Bayern, Armenia, Dortmund, and Augsburg since since uh, Max Cruiser left. So that just shows you the importance he had and what Wolfsburg are gaining from him. Um, but just massive game for Bayern. Now there is back to a six point gap. I'll talk that I'll talk about that more when we get to Dortmund, but Bayern need to keep winning and get in better form for uh, I mean just for winning the uh, winning the league and uh, in the Champions League, which I'll talk about their draw. They did get a I would say favorable draw draw. They have Villarreal. I think Bayern's gonna handle that one good. Well, and get into the semifinals where they'll probably have to face Liverpool. So that will be really exciting and a really just a testament to see how good really is this uh, Bayern team and what do they need to improve on? Because are they, I mean, I don't think they're quite at Liverpool's level right now because Liverpool are, I would say, top two teams in the world right now. But how close they are and maybe if they are at that level. So we'll. We'll see that when it comes, if Bayern can get past Villarreal, which I do think they will. But Villarreal have been a tough team to beat uh, recently. Uh, another, in the game that no one won, Leipzig versus Frankfurt, 0-0. This is between the only two teams in the Europa League uh, quarterfinals, which is really disappointing. Dortmund losing in the round of 16. That was horrible. And then... Uh, Leverkusen also going out, so now it's only down to Leipzig and Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt get a horrible draw now have to play Barcelona, who are firing just thrash Real Madrid. I think they get crushed. Le- Leipzig, uh, they obviously got the bye because um, they were going to play a Russian team and all the sanctions. Uh, but now they have, I would say, a much more favorable draw than what... Uh, Frank forgot in Barcelona, but Atalanta is still a tough team. Anyways, no one won this game, 0-0. Uh, Leipzig should have won this game. They had so many chances. They blew so many. Kevin Trapp was playing outstanding. He merits the Germany call-up that he got. I'll break down that in the next episode. But anyways, good game for Frankfurt. Uh, from Frankfurt's goalkeeper. Other than that, terrible game for Frankfurt. Good game from Leipzig. They need to work on that. that they have to finish and get the three points. They need to take advantage of the other teams in the uh, top four race dropping points. They don't. Leverkusen 2, Wolfsburg 0. Paulinho gets two late goals, wins it for Leverkusen. They're really struggling right now. Leverkusen, before this game, had lost their last three. They lose out to Atalanta, and they're out of the Europa League. They lost to Cologne in that stretch. And it's just been really bad since Patrick Schick got injured. So is Verts. So they're really down on life support, I would say. They've got um, Asmoon coming back from injury. He is um, an Irani striker, 27 years old. He could help them. But they're having to switch formation. Not looking as good because they just don't have their te- they just don't have their pieces that they built this team around. Hopefully they can get Paulinho into some form, which he's got two goals here. So maybe play him, start him in the next game, Get maybe try and get him into form. But just not looking good. And Wolfsburg, obviously, they lose this game. 
They've lost their last two. It was looking good, and now it's gone back to where it was in the beginning. They're 12. They won't get relegated. There's too many teams in between them. There's, I think, I think they're safe, but it's just it's been a really bad season, and they need to hit the reset button and figure out a lineup and a, who they want to target in the summer because they need some different pieces and people to really change them. Uh, Dortmund won, Cologne won. Wolf gets the goal in the eighth minute for Dortmund. Uh, surprisingly, Holland doesn't score. He did not look good in this game at all. But it was a decent game from, I would say, Dortmund. But honestly, I'd say Cologne matched them perfectly. They had actually 0.05 more expected goals. So that just shows you that they were right there the entire time. It was an easy tap-in for Sebastian Anderson for his goal in the 36th minute. But Cologne, really good point for them. This shows you, I mean, this this was a, this was a game that epitomized the Stefan Baumgartner effect for Cologne. They're really, really tough to beat. They're uh, horrible to play against. They're organized defensively. They can still attack. And they have dangerous pieces going forward. Anthony Modest gets the uh, gets the assist. He's been amazing for them this season. And they're, he, Stefan Bobbert's using the pieces around them, making a team that he didn't have any say in making transfers. He's just made this team really, really good good and compact. I think once they get into the transfer window, they can get certain pieces, booster their squad, and they could be even more dangerous next season. Dortmund dropping points though, which means now they are six points back of Bayern and not in good form. They they have uh, only won two out of their last five games, including their Europa League match against Rangers. But it's just not been super pretty for Dortmund, and now they're six points back of Bayern. I think they still can technically do it. Of course they can. But if they were to do it, they would have to beat Bayern in the Dirk Klassiker, which has not happened in a little while. And right now, I don't see them doing it, but I do see them next season. Yeah, they'll lose. Uh, they'll probably lose Holland, and they'll have to hit it like a major reset button. But I think Bayern. Are going to show are kind of showing signs of a little bit of weakness, and I think next season could be a a real um point for someone to go attack Bayern for the t- title. But I don't know, not this season. No one's going to beat Bayern this season. Uh, I think it's Bayern's. It's obviously Bayern's side to lose, to lose, and I don't think they will. Dortmund aren't consistent enough. If they had won here, it would have been a th- it would have been a four point uh gap, but. They draw points, and it's gone back to six, and that's quite disappointing. But that will wrap up this week's Bundesliga recap. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.